need a few words of encouragement just as we take on the new week. And it's because of that basic need that author, speaker and pharmacist Ntlantla Mafarafara joins me now in studio to discuss the enemy on the mirror. You're cordially invited to form a part of this discussion by sending a WhatsApp text message to 079-295-1212 or you can even call us on 015-151-0135 throughout. Good evening, Dante, and welcome. Good evening, Rebecca, and welcome to this show. You see, now I'm welcoming you. Yeah, no. When you feel at home, when you feel at home, it's at home. Let me welcome the listeners to our show there, to our discussion and to our conversation. It's Monday, it's beautiful, mm. and today we're talking some heated things, and, and it's awesome. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. You, you have a, an interesting choice of words because when I began talking with Ateni, mm-hmm. I was asking him, How's the weather outside? Because it's it, it seems to be getting colder and colder by the day, yeah. and it's quite interesting that you're saying that we're about to heat it up. Because yeah, yeah, yes, yes, we, we, we definitely get about to just turn up the heat, and, and it, it's, it's just gonna be good. And for some reason, it's gonna be offensive. And for some reason, it's going to be very empowering. It depends on where you sit. It obviously we we tend to um, um, cause discomfort to those who want to be comfortable when they're not supposed to be comfortable, and that's why we're talking today's topic today. Speaking of today's topic, uh, who is the enemy in the mirror? The enemy on the mirror. Uh, I think it's it's one of the ne- neglected. Um, heroic nature of ourselves that we we, we haven't really looked um, so much deeply into. It's, it's that person that you did not sit down to introspect and to ask, who who am I? Um, so 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 the enemy on the mirror is that person that would, if I ask you right now to pick up your mirror or to take your cell phone and turn on the selfie mode, you'd find your your enemy. I put up um, an, a status on my WhatsApp. Um, what what today? And I wrote the your your biggest enemy is reading my post right now. And and I knew that I'll get a feedback. And this other person just sent me this big eyes. So 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 the 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 issue around it is that we need to ask ourselves: When was the last time that you had a great idea that was so exciting and that you were so excited about it? And and when was the last time that you fell in love and end up destroying it? The last time that you fell in love and you actually destroyed that particular relationship or you sabotaged it. So there are people who, who are given good opportunities in life. There are people who who are given an opportunity to be part of a great business idea or a great business deal. I was one of them some time ago. Um, we were given an opportunity to, to be in a relationship or to be married, to marry that good guy, to marry that wonderful woman, or to build a happy, and to build a happy marriage, to be, to be employed or to be promoted in a job or to inherit a good legacy from your parents or, or, or whatever the case may be and, and, or to enroll into a particular, into a good education program. It could be to go to university. But at the end of the day, um, those particular people end up sabotaging their future without the help of any other person. So we sabotage it ourselves. And you, you're given an opportunity, but you kill it yourself. You're given a door to, to walk in, but you shut it by yourself. So, so it, it is said that most people in, in the world are not always, um, the, the, like, like the, the most successful people in the world are not necessarily the most academically qualified or the most academically smart, but it's people who have the audacity to challenge their comfort zone and said, no, we will not allow this limited person inside of me to... To see, um, I think it's last week, if not last, last last week, I shared with the listeners the story of Les Brown, who was told that he's mentally ineducable, and inspired so many people so many times that he's a retard. Until somebody told them that as long as you believe those things that people are saying, you will actually live in those realities. So the enemy within you is that person that you need to look at 
every day after bathing? Let's let's begin by a diagnosis. So let's try and take it a, a lot back further to say mm-hmm. when and how can one see this enemy in themselves? When when when, when you start neglecting yourself, you, you you the first step or the first symptom of it is when you 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 start observing symptoms of or, or behaviors of, of personal neglect. When we talk about personal neglect, we're not, I'm not necessarily saying you no longer bath, you no longer comb your hair, you no longer put... No, no, no. no. We, we're talking about the things, the core of your life. When you look at you neglecting the things that you were born to do. Um, and, and for some of the reasons, it could be you how you neglect it. It could be in the way that you start pursuing and embracing comfort zone other than pursuing things that challenges you. Um, it, it, and no more, under normal circumstances, we, we are created to live in an equilibrium. There's this thing called homeostasis. So you want to live in a balance all the time. So when something comes to offset that balance, it could be an idea. You know when you're sitting in a comfort zone and you're an employee and then you have an idea to start a business, you start thinking, hey, a business and then now I have to rely on a salary. I have to leave my salary, which was security. Now I have to work hard every day to do something. Then that, that, that doesn't work. So you begin to, to pursue comfort instead of growth. And, and instead of challenging yourself, you assume the status of the arrival. You, you assume what you call the arrival syndrome. Or you could be fantasizing on how things should be and neglecting to work on, on, on what is required to realize that fantasy um, that you have. Most, most of us have this, this beautiful picture. But if you give an opportunity to work on it, it becomes a different story. And others have an obsession of over-examining personal failure instead of, of success. You've seen those people that the one thing that they talk about is how they failed. They write an exam with five, it, it's five papers that they're writing. They pass four with great uh, marks, but then the last one they fail. And that's all they're going to talk about. That's when you start realizing this one, the mirror. It's not working. We talk the enemy in the mirror tonight on Motivation Monday with Ntlanta Mafarafara. You're welcome to send your comments to our WhatsApp text line 079-295-1212 or you can even call us on 015-151-0135. One person who did just that here, it says, Friends who discourage me seem to fuel my being my enemy and then they have this huge sad emoji and yeah, it brings yeah. me to to my to my next question which you also tackle as you tackle the comment where does the enemy in oneself derive from wait, wait, your beliefs your beliefs let's start with that comment that the friends who, who give this negative i was talking with someone i think it's today earlier today and then this person was telling me look i had a business i have this idea but then one thing that really makes me to stay stand down and and fail to do this thing is because there's people who tell me i can't do it i won't do it and i said to her do you think you can't do it do you think you cannot do it look as long as you believe other people's ideas of yourself they become true you actually live in their realities not in your own realities you must start using your own mirror the way that you want to see yourself you decorate it the way that you want to look at yourself every day in the morning so your beliefs about yourself your the, the, the things that you've assumed to be true about yourself become the realities of your life so so some people only see doom because their mental disposition is actually very terrible so when they look inside, they see failed, they see miserable, miserable, they see sick, they see an unsuccessful person, they see a very, un, very uh, ugly person, they see all these ugly things that, that they believe and then they become realities. It, it also comes from past experiences. The things that we have gone through, some of the things, some of the people, for example, you, you, you would refuse to get married because you were hurt in the previous relationship. You'd refuse to, to, to do certain things because you, you had challenges previously. I've, I've heard of a, of, of a story where someone refused to get in a car because of an 
accident that once happened, a terrible accident that killed someone that they loved. They didn't die, but somebody that they loved died. That experience actually traumatized them. Um, others, it could be past exposures. For example, if you grew up in a family where your mom or your dad abused the other, part, the other partner, and then you start thinking, if I'm going to get married and then I'm going to have a husband, that would beat me like my dad, but my mom, no, I'm not going to go into that. And then every time when you look at yourself, you look at yourself as a subject or as a victim of the experiences that somebody else go, has gone through. So then that, that your mirror every day is you're using your mom as your mirror or using your dad as your mirror. And that is why we have a big problem today in the society that men, for example, are in abuse, abusing other people. We've got crime. And most of it can be reflected to the same mirror that they're using. They're looking at themselves using other people's mirrors. Now, some of them could be past failures. Some of them could be unresolved hurts. Some of them could be the parents, the way that our parents have hurt us or have raised us. You see, for example... Every parent has a responsibility to reaffirm their children. They have a responsibility to tell their children that they're beautiful, that they're handsome, that they're smart, that they're capable, that they can, that the world is their, is their stage, their, is their playground. But if, if the parents look at it, I remember there's a parent that I know, a family that I know, where um, every time the, the, the son or the daughters did something wrong, the, the mother would say, this dog. Referring to their children. You know what happens to those children? They behave wild all the time. They just go all over the place and become messed up. Why? Because the mirror that the parents have created is that of dogs. So they keep on bluffing. Quite an interesting response you have there because on this feature mostly we, we tend to talk about how one can be self-sufficient but at the same time we always also emphasize the importance of ex- in inviting external people to yes. also come and assist them. Yes. How does one strike a balance between seeking help when they need it but at the same time not allowing for that which they are told by external people not to necessarily define them? Se- seeking help should not be used as a form of reaffirming who you are. It should be a, used as a form of adding on to what you already have. Let me give you an example. I'm, I'm, I'm a personal coach. I'm a life coach myself. The people that I coach are not people who don't want to move. They are people who want to move, but they just want to find better ways to do what they are doing. Not, not people who just want to know how do I start. They want to know how do I do it better. I'm moving, but I want to move better. I'm running. Like if yesterday we had Comrades Marathon. How do you think those people, those 16,000 people went to run? They did not just run. They did not just find themselves running. It's people who wanted to run. And then they have a coach who tells them, for you to run and not die on the road, you need to do this. There's a guy who climbed Mount Everest 8,000 meters above sea level. How did he get to climb? He had somebody advising him that for you to, this is how you must breathe when you're running. This is how you must position you. This is how you must foot, step down your foot, your foot on, 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 the, on the road. This is the kind of shoes that you must wear. So we go, most of the time people go and seek advice when they themselves do not have an opinion. So they take a failed opinion and use it as a running mode. So you can't do that. That's why if you want to strike a balance, you must know, this is what I want to do. And this is how I think it's done. But I want to do it better. And you must not ask people who don't know how to respond or how to help. We talk the enemy in the mirror tonight and Motivation Monday with Ntlantlema Farafara. You're more than welcome to send your questions or comments to our WhatsApp text line 079-295-1212 or you can call us on 015-151-0135. The existence of this enemy in the mirror, could it be that it's completely wrong or would you say that it might just turn out to be right? This keeping in light of the phrase that no one is perfect. Well, no one is perfect indeed. 
No one is perfect. In it. You, you should element, expect an element of error in every, in every normal human being. You should expect an element or a fault or a weakness or something that, that is not complete in that person. You, you are a human being. The, the, the Bible says we've, we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of the Lord. For, for some reason, there is something faulty about us because of our natural or sinful nature that we were born with for that. For that. But the, the, the challenge that we have in the society is that people are using that statement, no one is perfect to do wrong things. They're using it to, as an escape goat to, to find themselves, hurting other people. To say, look, I didn't intend to hurt. It's just that I'm not perfect. You know, you understand. And, and they, they go on and keep on asking for forgiveness in the name. Look, I'm not perfect. So come on, come on. You, 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 you're not perfect, but you're responsible. You're not perfect, but you must be accountable. So it does not exclude and exonerate you from the personal accountability that you must carry and you must bear by yourself all the time. When you walk in the street, and, and then you, you, you make a mistake and you're like, oh, come on, no one is perfect. And you kill a person when you're driving. You can't tell me that you're not perfect because you, you kill the person. The person is dead. Account for it. Look, in, in life, we will make mistakes. In life, you, you, you will fail. In life, you will fall. But, but, but I love this statement in the Bible. It's very powerful. It says, a righteous man falls seven times, but he, he, he rises up again. So the issue is, the problem is not in the falling. The problem is not in, in the error that we make. The issue is in the response that we make towards the error that we go through. The issue is that when, 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 when all these wrong things have happened, when all these failures have happened, when all these challenges have happened, or all these missteps have happened, how do we respond to them? It's still Motivation Monday with Ntlantlama Farafara and tonight's topic is the enemy in the mirror. We'll continue with this and more after the break. Conversations, Mondays to Thursdays from 6 to 8 p.m. The time is 13 minutes before 8. It's Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. We talk the enemy in the mirror tonight on Motivation Monday. Share your thoughts with us by sending a WhatsApp text message to 079 295-1212 or you can even call us on 015-151-0135 We have a follow-up message here from the listener who spoke about being discouraged by friends and they say follow-up responsibility sounds easier said than done Yes, yes. What's, what's the remedy here? What's the, the secret? How per- do they go about it? Personal development Personal development. We, 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 I think there's, there's, there's a lot of training that are going on on self-awareness. A lot of people don't pursue personal development, particularly in the area of self-awareness. I said to someone this, this, this afternoon, and I said to her, well, it was one of my coaching clients, I said to her, look, it's possible for you to have so many academic qualifications but still be dumb in the area of life. That's, that's, and you can, you can be very quali- highly qualified and be a professor but be miserable in the, in the area, in the school of real life. When you get to the classroom, when you get to the research lab, you're so good. So, so it's issue of personal, develop, personal development. How do you account? And some of them, them, you may need to be taken through a proper coaching process so that you know uh, and understand the issues of pain and pleasure and understand who this person that is in you which actually is. And, and then you can, you can actually be developed. To answer it precisely would take a long time, but you need personal development. A question I asked earlier was when and how one can see this enemy themselves. But I want us to ask it again because people tend to say, you know, people tend to think they're immune to certain things. And you find Mm. that they're thinking, I'm really not that person. I'm not at that level as yet. Mm. What are some of the behavioral patterns that one can look for to determine if they also are that that enemy in the mirror? Um, the, The first thing, 
and I'll use a personal experience, and, and I think it's better if I use a personal experience. And I'm sure the listeners would have um, similar or even greater ones or even worse. Um, I, told, I shared in one of the shows that I, I started two businesses between 2013 and 2015, and all of them failed. And the reason why they failed is because my fears were larger than my faith. So that is the first thing. Your fears, if your fears are larger than your faith, then it, 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 it would mean that um, as, as human beings, like for example, we, 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 we are designed to grow. A human being is designed to grow from one glory to another, from one victory to another, from one, one level to another all the time. But, but our minds will always jack up and jump up to survival mode when we need to, to change to that. So when your fears are greater than your faith, then all the time when you, a new idea comes, when something great comes, your mind will say, hey, you will fail. And I talk about this in my book as well. I talk about the, the issues of pain, you know, the, your, 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 your pain threshold and your risk threshold. Most of the time we, we want to jump away into the comfort zone, like I, like, like I said earlier. The second thing is the tendency to blame the outer conditions for everything. You see, people work hard uh, to find something wrong with the world that they live in. All people are, we, we, Brian Tracy said, all people are, are self-made, but only the su- successful admit that they are self-made. The poor continue to blame other people. The unsuccessful continue to point a finger for the things that didn't happen in their lives. They don't want to use their mirror to say, where did I not act right in the areas that I needed to act right? Uh, let, let me give an, an example, a student. A student in a classroom, you'd have a classroom of 60 students. Someone gets a distinction, someone fails. And the one who fails says the lecturer did not say the things that we, 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 did, we did in the class. But somebody got a distinction. I once said a statement, which I learned some time ago, that it is, if, in, if you have problems with mathematics, it is not the mathematical problem that is tough. It is your mind and your mathematics that is very weak. So you need to upgrade your mind. So people are blaming and pointing fingers at other people. The reason why they're doing that is because they've introduced their mirror to say, where am I weak? What are my strengths? And then they build that down. I'm, 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 you see, for example, they say, I'm unemployed because the government is not providing uh, uh, jobs. I mentioned earlier that people are not run away from marriages because of their parents. Well, while that may be, while that may be, other people are actually succeeding in the same field. And they've had similar exposures, even worse. Another thing would be waiting for someone to save you instead of taking responsibility for your own life. You, you, you will hear that if so-and-so was here, my life would be better. If my husband was here, my life would be better. And what about yourself? You were born alone. You were born as an individual. Act on yourself and start making your life better. Create your own world. Create your own environment. Create your own success. Build your own legacy. Then other people will come and participate in it or at least help you to make it bigger and better. And so the world changes that you've seen, the innovations that you've seen, the, the Ubers, the, 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 the Facebooks and all these things, they were created by human beings, ordinary individuals who wanted to make the life of other people better. They just thought, think, how do I make the life of other people better? And they, and they did that. They didn't want the world to save them. They wanted to save the world. There's a statement which one of the American presidents said. He said, do not ask Americans or the government, what can America do for me? You must ask the government, what can I do for the government? So that is what we need. In Africa today, one of the reasons why so many people are poor is because they are waiting for government to spoon feed them. They are waiting for government to go to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the dam and to the oceans and fish and come with the fish. And the government is saying, we have a hook here. We have a hook. Go find the worms and here's the dam. Go and fish. We're going to train you out to fish. There's a lot of internship and so on. People don't want to go into those things that will train them to become entrepreneurs and to solve the problem. They want a place where they're going to get to be fed. And that's the problem. And that becomes very difficult. Someone was, was saying, and I'm 
this all that would, would relate to pastors that if pastors were to go to their churches to their congregation and take and do stock take of the sermons that they've taught over the past years powerful teachings that they've taught over the past years they would be very offended to see that people are still where they started you know why because they're waiting for the pastor to bring a miracle and bring miracle money and bring miracle healing and bring and the, the pastor taught them everything Number four, lack of drive and ambition. Martin Luther King said something, and this is a powerful statement. And I think if anything, we don't get take this home. He said, anyone by the age of 21 who does not have anything that he's willing to die for is not worth to be alive. So we need to find something that pushes us every day. When you wake up in the morning and say, this is what I want to solve. This is what I want to solve. So if you don't have that kind of drive, that kind of ambition, you miss out on the best of life. And then you will keep on saying your mirror is not working right, but you could actually be doing good, good things. Number five, valuing other people's attention over your own personal values. You know, some people, I, mean, I talked about not, not long ago, uh, attention-seeking generation. Uh, and, and so, so people want other people to, 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 to reaffirm and to confirm that they are thinking right. Now, that's not going to work for you. It's not going to work for you. If they tell you that you're ugly, then you'll start believing that. You'll start walking mad. You'll start doing all the bad things. Wake up in the morning and go to the mirror and say, I'm beautiful. I'm the best. I'm the bomb and I, 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 the world is my stage. And you go and make the world your, your, your center stage. Negatives and self-limiting belief. Low self-esteem. <clears throat> Doubt. Lack of, of, of originality and sense of ownership for personal craft. Broken focus syndrome. You know that certain people who can't focus for, for, for all? You, you, people at work, they'll be working while they're busy and then they stop and go and check on their social media. They've got what you call FOMO, fear of missing out. They are <laughs> always looking what, on their social media feed. What is happening? What is so-and-so doing? They're they don't want to miss anything. And for that reason, they can't do anything better. By the end of the day, they've not even thought about themselves. They're looking at who's... Who, come on. You know, I came with a very quite... I think it's an interesting formula now mm-hmm. as you're giving this, this particular response to say that these people who want to be spoon-fed, yeah. then add to that how then that leaves them in a comfort zone where they don't really want to, to leave. And then it equals to... Now they being in this PT party. So yes. you get to yes. be spoon fed and then plus that, then you are in a comfort zone. Yes. And when you don't get anything, then you get into this PT party. And blaming mode. And blaming mode. And blaming mode. How yeah. detrimental can that be to one trying to curb this uh, enemy in the mirror? Firstly, it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous at a personal level. It limits. Look, you, you're born with great potential. So when you start waiting for other people, it means you, you don't want to harness that strength that is inside of you. So it means you miss the opportunity to, 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 to introspect. You never get to know yourself and you never get to contribute into the economy. One of the reasons why our country is actually struggling is because people don't want to contribute for, into the economy. They want to eat from the economy. They want to get out of, of those things. They want to, they just want to grab. Have you seen those kind of people who would visit you anytime in your house and when they come into your house, they ask you, what's in your fridge? When they come, they ask you, what, what, what are we eating today? But they didn't come with a bottle of juice. They didn't come with any, 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 any fruit or any vegetable, but they want to eat. Those, that's the kind of people that we have. If you are living in that particular space, this is what's going to happen. When you don't find the food in the fridge, you'll start blaming the person whom you visited. Not because the person doesn't want to feed you, but because you were supposed to contribute into the party. You go to a party and say, oh, but the food was so bad and it was actually bring and share. We talk the enemy in the mirror tonight and Motivation Monday. Share your thoughts with us by sending a WhatsApp text message to 079-295-1212 or you can even call us on 015-151-0135. How do people allow this enemy to grow in them? Oh, most, most, most of the people are not aware. 
That's the sad part. Most of the people are not aware that they have the, they have the enemy. That is why they are pointing a finger at other people. It, you, you need to someone to expose. Like now, I'm sure some people are going to start looking. So, okay, let me look at myself. So, you need to evaluate yourself. So, they allow it because... Uh, of, of many, many different reasons. But the main reason is that other people are not aware. Others are afraid of taking responsibility. Do you know that it's very easy to point a finger than to point at the other three, to look at the other three that are looking at yourself? It's very easy to look at, it's you. It's you. I have a three-year-old daughter. When, when If she falls or something happens, she'll turn around and say, it's you, it's you. You know what? It's easier to do that than to say, I did not take my step right. So people don't want to calculate. So they allow it because of, of failure to take responsibility. And some of them don't even know how to actually take responsibility. And we may have to take and teach people how to take responsibility. But at the end of the day, it's your life. If you make the bed, you must lie on it. Time does seem to fly when one is having a good time and ultimately learning more than anything. But uh, let's bring about that particular favorite question on this particular segment, and that's involving external help in curbing this enemy that's in the mirror. Mm Um, I, I know a lot of people today, as, as, as we speak, who have become very successful because of mentorship programs. The mentorship programs will always help you. Having a personal coach will always help you. Um, if, if you look at this, there's a guy who, who plays soccer. His name is Lionel, Lionel Mercy. I am told, I attended a session last week and we, one was, was presenting about his life. And they mentioned that it took him 17 years and 100 and something days to perfect his, his mastery of, in, in soccer, to become the legend that he is, to, to achieve the success that he had. And the reason why, what happened was nobody knows who coached him. We talk about him. But the reason why he got to that is not just because of the talent. It's because of the coach that actually helped him to become what he did. If you look at, at, at the guy like, guy like Tony Robbins, he had a coach who mentored him. He does not even have a college degree. If he had, it's things that came after he started his businesses. A lot of people who started at the bottom, they did not have all these things. They had someone who actually walked them and held their hand and actually became better. So you need to value a coach. I'm not saying you need to value people's opinion. I'm saying you need to have a coach. A coach is not a person who gives you an opinion. A coach is someone who will hold your hand and may help you to do it better. It's an interesting thin line there, and I'm actually glad you you highlighted it. And that brings us to the end of our discussion for this particular evening. How can people get a hold of you? They can get me on my mobile number, which is the easiest way, 079-1808-222. 079-1808-222. Or they can find me on Facebook, G. It's easy that way. They can just find me and inbox me. Thank you. Are we getting a blog post yes. for this? Okay. Yes, it's coming. All right. It's coming. coming up next on Energy Firm and Choice FM, Ms. Leafed Manganya. A big thank you goes to my producer, Mami Morashwa, from myself, Rebecca Pala. We meet again tomorrow evening, same time, same place, with more conversations. God willing, good night.